So admittedly, this parable that we just listened to from the Gospel of Luke is a little bit difficult to understand. If we don't understand the historical context, we might think that Jesus is praising the steward for immoral behavior. But I think we have to look at this a little more deeply. The master, the rich man in the gospel, finds out that his steward is squandering his property, and so he fires him. The steward then gets worried about his future, his future financial stability, and about his reputation. He's concerned. He knows he's in his master's bad graces, but he doesn't want to be in the bad graces of his master's debtors. And so he calls on the debtors one by one, and he calls them in, and he does something interesting. He lowers their bill. He adjusts it. And so now the people who are in debt are really going to like this guy. So the question is, is he cheating? Well, the answer is no, because the only one he's actually cheating is himself. You see, the bill not only included what the debtors owed to the master, but there was something like a commission for the steward, an additional charge. And so what the steward is doing is he's not taking his own pay. And he's doing this so that he can be in the good graces of the master's debtors, so he can keep a good reputation. Maybe they'll set him up for the future. It's actually a pretty smart move. So Jesus isn't praising any type of immoral behavior, but he is praising the steward for his effort, for his creativity, for his ingenuity. This guy loses his job, but he manages to keep a good reputation with the debtors. So as in every time we read scripture, the question is, how does this apply to us today? Well, Jesus goes on to praise the children of the world for being more prudent than the children of light. You know, in light of the current situation of of our Catholic Church, this parable is very timely because it challenges us to evaluate and to step up our efforts at evangelization, at reaching out to others. One of the Bible commentaries I read this week said the following about this parable. In saving our soul and spreading the kingdom of God, our Lord wants us to apply at least the same ingenuity and effort as people put into their worldly affairs or their attempts to attain attain some human ideal. So that's what our Lord is saying. This steward was very creative, put a lot of effort into setting himself up for the future, and he's saying people who are doing this in the world, they're more focused on their worldly ideas than the children of the light are focused on spreading the kingdom of God. You know, and I say this parable speaks to the current situation in the church because recently 
our own Diocese of Providence released some statistics over the last 20 years. And truthfully, the statistics are abysmal. In the year 2000, there were 525,181 parishioners registered in the Diocese of Providence. Today, there are 321,315. In the year 2000, in the Diocese of Providence, 187,708 people were regularly attending Sunday Mass. Today, 79,936. Marriages are down, although here they're up. It's good. Baptisms are down. Confirmations are down. Children in religious education in Catholic schools, all down. The national statistics are just as bad. 50% of Catholics 30 years old and younger have left the church. One out of six millennials in the U.S. is a former Catholic. For every one person joining the church, six and a half are leaving. They're becoming what's called part of the nuns, N-O-N-E-S, the non-affiliated. Now, even though these statistics can be demoralizing, depressing, I'm not sharing them to depress us. In fact, I'm sharing them to motivate us. You know, I have to look at myself first. I'm at fault. I have to see what I'm doing wrong in my life, not just as a priest, but as a Christian. But I think we're all at fault to some degree. Now look, I know this has been a difficult time. Scandal has hurt the church. There's no question about it. No question. And I understand why some people have chosen to leave. But we also have to look in the mirror and say, what am I doing to preach the gospel? Secular, secularism is the cultural religion in the U.S. today. Secularism has the upper hand. Part of the reason, a big part of the reason, is because we, the people of God, are not sharing the joy of the gospel. We're not sharing Christ with others. Sometimes we, like to steward, squander our gifts. The master told the steward to prepare an account of his, of his stewardship. You and I, we have to prepare an account of our stewardship as well, meaning how are we taking care of the great gift of the Catholic faith that we have received that's been entrusted to us? In other words, what are we doing? Jesus praised the effort of that steward. Would he praise our efforts at spreading the gospel? Would Jesus be pleased with our individual effort and our effort as a community to evangelize, to bring the good news to others? We should all be deeply disturbed by these statistics, obviously. But we have to do our part to reach others with the gospel. Yes, there's scandal in the church, but that doesn't take away the truth of the Catholic faith. It doesn't take away the truth of who Jesus Christ is. It doesn't take away the truth of the sacramental life of the church. It doesn't take away the truth of the beautiful moral truths 
that the church teaches, the beautiful teachings of the church that each one of us is entrusted with. So what do we need to do? First and foremost, you and I have to know our Catholic faith. When somebody comes to you and asks questions about Catholicism, don't just say, go see Father Ray or Father Najim. You got to know the faith. You should have a copy of the catechism in your, in your house. When somebody asks you questions about Catholicism, don't just think you can send them to the priest. You have to know. And here's the beauty of it. The more you know about the Catholic faith, the more you fall in love with the Catholic faith. Because you see, it's the truth of what Christ came to give us. So you have to know the faith. You have to study the faith and read Scripture. Knowing the faith and knowing Scripture is not just for priests and religious brothers and sisters. It's for all of us. We have to be equipped with that so we can share it with others. The second thing I would recommend is get more deeply connected with our own parish. You know, there's strength in numbers, right? So get connected with the parish. Don't just make it about Sunday Mass. Christ's life begins next month. Another seven-week series we're doing. Pray about coming to that. If you can't come to that, there are so many other ways to get connected. Just take our parish bulletin home this weekend. There's a lot of things going on in our parish. Or if you have an idea, bring it to me. But there's strength in numbers. And so stay connected to the parish community more than just Sunday Mass. Lastly, share the faith with joy. No one is going to be attracted to the Catholic Church and to a friendship with Jesus Christ if we as Christians just go around moping. Or as Pope Francis said, if it looks like we're always leaving a funeral. We're not going to attract people to Jesus that way. So my brothers and sisters, let's allow this parable to challenge us to be more creative and to put more effort in sharing the joy of the gospel.